Loading Nerd Track Program. Listen when ready. I'm a bitch, I'm a bitch, and the bitch is back. Get a whole mix of songs there. You don't want me singing. All right. Welcome to the Nerd Trick Podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining us. I'm Jeff, and I'm here with Phil. Ah, twice in a row, bitch. <laughs> Hi. Oh, did I start with you last time? <laughs> sure did. I don't keep track of that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right, I see how it is, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry. Fine. Fine. Ah, I went from a shitty day to a good day. <laughs> <laughs> if that's, that's all it took, yeah, <laughs> that's right. it. And cheers. You could make his day all the time if it's something that little. Cheers to <laughs> you, sir. No, because it has to be. It has to be organic and special like that. That's. I am very organic and special. I'm like <laughs> that's that's what my therapist tells me. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> All right. All right then. You uh, are kind. You are nice. <laughs> gosh darn it! People like you. <laughs> Good enough. Not, have you not seen the help? I have not seen the help. <gasps> what? Oh, I was referencing a an SNL skit. Uh, yeah, I know you were. Oh my gosh. I've not seen the help. You need to see the help. It seems very You is kind, you is smart, you is important. Mm. Yeah, but it seems a little too hoity toity white for me. <laughs> the... Well, that's part of it, but the Lady part they focus on is I don't know. It's the help. Parts. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll do it for my movie club. Hey, there's a movie club podcast that we have. Dude, I would totally what, do What that. is this movie club you speak what? of? What? I convince people to watch movies with me. Actually, no. We should, I should, David, we should uh, set a time and to do one and then have you come over. We could do it. And Phil, you should, you could pick one too. Bah. Yeah, the, the help is mm, it's so good. It's what, mm. And the book, the book, it's one of the rare ones where the book and the movie hold up equally as well to each other. You know how a lot of times you'll read the book and then you see the movie and you're like, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah, this is this was one of the cases where it's really good. They it's really like match Battlefield up. Earth. But that's nice to know. It's like Mars. Uh, uh, like Battlefield Earth. Uh, and it's like The Martian. <laughs> yes. The All right, Star probably, Trek. The Martian's probably the best. Anyways. I haven't read the book. I've seen the movie. Oh, the book is like a thousand. Well, there's so much more in the book. Yeah. Like he, will, he, roll, out of this. he, he yeah, rolls but... his he rolls the rover over on the during the trip in the book mm. like he and goes down a thing and like the should be that way because over. how long does it take to read a novel versus how long does it take to watch a movie you can't put... <laughs> Depends on the you don't novel. want him to put everything in the book you're going to be sitting in there for as long as the lord of the rings hey 
I can read the Martian in one setting. In you one shut setting. your dirty whore mouth, and you do not say anything negative about the rings of our Lord. <laughs> I will. I will not tolerate that. Star Trek, damn it. Oh, okay, so fuck. Much, we're so doing much, Vortex. so long. So much. DS Nine, Season One, Episode Eleven, Vortex. How dare you, sir? Original air date April eighteenth, nineteen ninety three. Um, I was gonna. I have. I need a drink. I'm like I'm all hot now. I'm steamy from. Yeah, he is. Damn, I got all worked damn. up. What you drinking there, Jeff? Water. Tears of my enemies. <laughs> Tears of my enemies. Uh, all right um <laughs> so this is definitely a ferengi shenanigan because that's what sets off the entire fucking thing um right yes so right what's kind of the plot there's some <laughs> aliens from the gamma quadrant uh cork is trying to buy something but then he hires someone to come in and steal it so he can get it and then that guy murders somebody so we get a death and we get a shenanigan and odo turns into a cup we get all three of the like trifecta. He turns into one. He turns no for four people because Odo was the fifth cup. He was the fifth cup, and Rom oh, was I too stupid. To, Rom was too, oh. No, Rom was too stupid to notice that there was a fifth cup on the tray, but there's only four people. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So he was one cup. So he was. He was eight. class. Whatever. Uh, um, yeah. So we get that, class. which then leads to this guy. Um, tells Odo he knows what the changelings are and he knows where to find them, which is kind of not true. And then he's like, wants it kind of, it's, it's actually not true. It's okay, it's out. not true, but he does pick up this amulet. <laughs> like, no, really, it's not true. It's made of the same thing as Odo, um, which is a key to his daughter who's in like cryo freeze because he's really a he's a, a fugitive from. Fucking, fucking weird shady thing and then he they end up going to vulcan i don't it was a weird thing uh, <laughs> but we get a good backstory or kind of a bit more into odo and and a bit I mean, like at least, at least we get a name for them they are the changelings yeah so there's that so um, are we thinking so there wasn't a wormhole when odo was on the station obviously because he was there in the first episode he'd been there for a while on ds9 under kardashian so somehow yeah. Yeah. Somehow he got from the Gamma Quadrant here Correct. without the use of a, of a wormhole. No, the possibly. I think the without wormhole the existed. No, the wormhole the, has been there. It was just found, though. Well, OK, my understanding oh, right of this. The station, like. All right. Sorry. Are you Jeff, done? Yes, tell us your a, they moved. They moved the station. Don't forget that because of the wormhole. Yes, the station was around. The station was in Bajor. orbit of Bajor. Yeah, it's moved. And now it's just kind of floating out there by the wormhole. Yes. My theory on the wormhole is it was always there, but the prophets or the aliens, whatever you want to call them, the you know wormhole aliens, uh, could open it or close it at whim. And that's why when when once Cisco got there, that's when they opened it. Because they're like, that's why they think he's the emissary. because So they opened it for him. Okay, so you think Odo came through in some previous opening of the same wormhole? Yes, somehow. I and I I know that we get more about the changelings. I don't know if we get his exact story, but I think he came through somehow through the wormhole. But it, then it closed up and was has not opened since. You're relatively close. That's what I figured. Well, do, how old is Odo? Do we know? Mm. I mean, it's typically uh, at least not in here. Typically with 
any kind of shapeshifters from almost every version of sci-fi, they're ageless because they can reconstruct their bodies back to a younger version. Okay, let's say this. How Do we know how long Odo has been in the Alpha Quadrant? <sighs> Plus, it'd be weird, too, if he just formed and he's like, I'm going to be a middle-aged man. Like, that's the shape I want. Like, when he's um, you know, two or something. <sighs> Stay tuned for our whole new podcast where Phil just makes noises for an hour. Is Phil singing it out to try and figure it out? Like in in one episode, the he references that he was fifty. Oh, when he when he came to DS Nine or Taroknor, whatever you want to call it. Oh, okay, Uh, that kind of lines up. Because I think there is an episode where he and he says quite young at quite young being 50 because yeah. he meets the like scientists who found him or that's like a later episode or something from uh, vaguely what i know yeah and there's a whole episode like where he goes to and finds everybody and yeah he goes through some shit gotcha okay um okay so we get that so one guy dies um and we deal with a bunch of different aliens and yeah i don't that's uh-huh. it's kind of it I mean, it was a yeah. weird way to bring about Odo's story. Um, everyone else, yeah, kind of plays a B-plot in this one. It's kind of more of an Odo story. Uh, kind of, yeah. Odo. Okay, so add in the death, add in he turns into a cup and a shenanigan. So you can add that to our Excel file. Booyah. Booyah. Yay, spreadsheets. All right. Spreadsheets. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to our standard TOS deaths of 1650, our TNG deaths of 30,028, with uh, now 12 DS9 deaths for a total of 31,690 deaths. Uh, We're creeping up on 32,000, folks. I wonder if we're going to get there. I don't know exactly. So far, DS9 is not rife with bodies. So I'm not sure exactly how that'll go, but I know there is some kind of War of the Dominion coming that might skyrocket our numbers. Uh, it brings our Ferengi shenanigans to six, and Odo has now changed into six different things. Some shit in a bucket, a rat, a chair, a food cart, a painting, and now a drinking glass. So this is, and I know this is a very petty fan thing. The thing that still bothers me is he goes from like, you know, a six foot tall person with that equivocal mass and everything, mm-hmm. and his clothes and his, you know, com badge into like a six inch cup. And I'm like, where's the rest of his mass? Yep. It bothers me, and I'm, I don't want to be that kind of a nerd fan, but it it just bothers me. Well, in most of other sci-fi where you have shapeshifters or changelings of some kind, they typically have to change into something of roughly equal mass. This one, they were just like, screw it. It can be anything. It reminds <laughs> me of the Ant-Man movies where he's like, I'm going to take a tank and put it on my key ring. But he's like, you shrink by removing the, the space in between the molecules so it'd be the same mass. So, like, when he picks up a building, oh, the building like yeah. a suitcase and walks off, you're like, that thing's many, many tons. Or, or he's like, in the <laughs> little Hot Wheels container of cars. The hot <laughs> one, or, the, or the tank on his key ring. That's what I yeah. mean. Like, you're just like. Uh. So, in that scene in Ant-Man 2 where they, they enlarge the Pez dispenser. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it would yeah it's still big, but it would still weigh, like, like, an ounce. Mm-hmm. It would probably fly off in the breeze. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that surface area plus that. But they have to do that. That's why when he's small, he can still punch like a big dude. And but somehow when he's big, he's stronger. I, I'm like, <laughs> they, right. 
they, they play they play fast and loose with the physics in just, it, man. Just kind of a, <laughs> just accept it. Just fast accept and loose. It fast is. That's one loose. where you're like, eh, all right, timey wimey, sciencey, biggie, smally stuff. Just <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Just it. Um, uh, Phil, what did you your take on this one? Yeah, I like this episode. We get a nice deep dive, kind of uh, some more backstory with Odo. And it's it's pretty interesting I mean, down in the cavern with this dude and his daughter and like the way other societies handle their criminal justice. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. there is no trial. <laughs> and there, there's like, yeah, he was found guilty on all charges in absentia ages ago. Mm-hmm. And of course, the punishment. It's it's weird, though. It's like their their punishment is killing their they, family. They murder your whole family. They murder your whole damn family. It's He's a like, mob planet. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's like I guess all, they need, you all they need is a horse, a dead horse head <laughs> lying yeah. in bed next to him. Because <laughs> if if you're not worried about yourself dying, but you're worried about like your you know child dying, you're like that keeps you in line supposedly. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, so it's it's a really good it's a really good episode. It's it's really interesting. Odo starting to kind of just discover and figure out like where he's from and stuff, which is something he wrestles with for quite a bit of the show mm-hmm. and kind of discovering himself. But yeah, uh, I really like that. David. Yes. <laughs> your thoughts so, on this one. What the, <laughs> what's your, so did, David, what's your concern about the Israel Palestine conflict? And do you think that a two state solution Jesus. would really help? I mean, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> all of it well so i mean obviously we've had some other questions already such as how old was he has time but did anybody talk about he grew up in the alpha quadrant he doesn't know what the gamma so did <laughs> i can't hear you you can't hear me yeah well okay do i have to say all that again? all right <laughs> yes please let me raise up my microphone here a little bit. I scared so, it. We were saying something about Odo, like, when he was 15, that's considered young. But he was raised in the Alfred Quadrant, right? He never remembers being in the country. So did someone raise Odo? Does he have a pair of parents out there that, like, took him this pile of goo and raised a bit tiny little Odo baby? Phil would know I, I wouldn't. I only picked very up... Confused. Yeah, because c- something's up with your mic. Um, Is my mic? So did short? did who raised Odo in the Alpha Quadrant? Because he he was found by a sign. I think in like the first episode he says that's where someone found me. Yeah, I was found. Yeah. Yeah, he was found in that area of space a while ago. So like a scientist or s- someone raised him. But it would have to be like as a baby, right? Before he can remember when he was not old enough to remember where he came from. Yeah, we'll get some answers to this later. Um, but yeah, basically he was found when he was young and small cause he had to, and he'll talk about this. He had to like learn how to do things, how to, how to shape shift. Like the scientist that found him would like put him in different containers and stuff. And he would have to like try and mold himself to like a cube or a sphere. Mm-hmm. And he had difficulty doing some shapes for a long time, um, as he learned. So yeah, there was definitely like a growing up process during that mm-hmm. time. Um, and okay. it's, o- it's only later in the show that he actually finds out like where he's from and like his his people's home planet kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and that's why but he just, can't quite do a full human. Yeah, that's why he he's like, oh, I've always had problems doing ears because of the detail, the detail and stuff. 
Yeah. Well, because yeah, his face has weird like, yeah, the eyes and like stuff that gave him kind of shit. those smooth Yeah, because if, oh, okay. if he was with his original people, then they would have taught him those more details and all that. <laughs> like, come here, smooth face. Smooth face. Um, I mean, I, I yeah. guess that tracks. It's a little bullshitty, but like just kind of the idea that like he knows nothing about where he came from and suddenly like all this stuff starts popping up. But I guess that's because the wormholes open because of the Cisco effect, mm. if that's what I'm understanding. It's, it's a lot to like... <laughs> Yeah, well, no, yeah, because the, the wormhole's been there, but it's only with the show that it's been, like, active. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm so. saying. I can, I'm accepting it, but it's it's slow to... Well, but that's why, the, that's why <laughs> the Bajorans see Cisco as the emissary, because, oh, nothing happened until he showed up and went through yeah. it, and then that's why now there's these things. That's why they think he's, like, like a, a spiritual person. That's what I mean. It's only bullshitty on the end of, like, it's a little convenient, but... It technically tracks like every other religion. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a little dark. Sorry. No, but I mean that's it's just kind of right place, right time. I think isn't and and it's coincidence whether it's real or not. He just happened to be there, and they're like, hey, let's put some meaning behind this, even if there isn't any meaning. Well, no, no, no. I get, I get the whole Cisco showed up, and that's why they opened the wormhole. But, but then for okay. that to then correspond to like, oh, Odo knows nothing about where he came from. And suddenly he starts learning about these people as soon as mm. the wormholes open. That well, open before. like it's it's OK, it's but it's not if you were, unacceptable, but it's it's on the edge of like, Ey! well, if you were an orphan <laughs> and you would drop off at, at an orphanage in like France, but you grew up in New York where you were adopted and you finally went back to France and dug into it, then you would learn more shit about you. Yes. That's the best thing I like it. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an equivalent and it doesn't quite happen because it's like if France ended up on your doorstep because your neighbor was French and suddenly now you started I, learning about it because it's next door. Bonjour, it's, motherfucker. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of is. The the wormhole just, okay, is uh, like I said, air travel. It's just, just air goes, travel. Uh, all right, sure. I don't, I, it's just, it makes it more accessible. I should say that. Yeah. No, and I get that. It's it's the coincidentalness of the whole thing. It's just okay. It's just a little. It's just a little. Fine, fine. Okay, let's let's. Okay, so this is something that was kind of itching my my brain on kind of a bullshit meter. So, towards the end, when they're in that cavern uh, and the the rocks are falling, and it hits Odo on the head, and he gets knocked out. I was like, how the fuck did he get knocked out? He doesn't have a brain. Can he just go through it? Like, how did it knock him out? I don't well, understand. I mean, he's not he has, immortal. I was going to say, if that that's something he has to consciously do and he didn't do it in time, then... <laughs> but, but there's no brain to knock out. He doesn't. He's just goo. He doesn't have, like, a, there's no brain to to stop oxygen and to knock out with trauma. Well, yes or no. When he takes a humanoid form, does he create a physical brain to no. utilize? No? Okay. Because if he's <laughs> yeah. a painting, he doesn't have to breathe, does he? If he's a painting for six hours, like, does he breathe? He changed, because he changed into that. But the, I mean, there a pair of nostrils on the back of the painting? Like, There could be. <laughs> that lady from Doctor Who that's the skin stretched out that they have to keep... Sp- just like Moisturize, a- moisturize. There's a lot of the, that to it. I mean, yeah, when he's a glass, you'd ha- think he has to absorb oxygen or something from somewhere to keep... Does he have go. to hold his breath until he can change back? Like, like He's like, oh, I've got two minutes, go. <laughs> It is. Don't get me wrong. Like you said, on the edge of bullshit. It's a little coincidental, but I'm like, uh, maybe, yeah, he forms in 
what would be his brain into that section when he becomes humanoid or whatever. But yeah. I think that was supposed to be the idea is it caught him off guard so he didn't have a chance to goo before. <laughs> I can't goo. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Odo. It happens to every man at some point in their it's okay. life. It's fine. Just try again next time. It's all right. <laughs> Just don't put so much pressure on yourself. Go yeah, exactly. when you can. It's all in your head. It's okay. <laughs> no, oh no, pun, no, pun, no pun intended. <laughs> this, I think the thing that always cracks me up with our, with our, our podcast is that in the span of like two minutes, we can go from like discussing weird things about religion to like dick jokes. And, oh, yeah. and I'm sure green lantern is going to pop up at some point. I haven't had a reason to yet, but give me some time. <laughs> He's like, there has there has been a lot of now. Green Lantern crossover references since we got to DS9. There's no space stations in Green Lantern, as far as I know. <laughs> like, hold my beer. Maybe. <laughs> no, there is, because doesn't what's the one that Batman creates? Uh, that, like, the Watchtower. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm sure Green Lantern's been to the Watchtower, so it counts. Well, Decision. he's been there, but that's okay. That's Justice counts. League, not so counts. much Green Lantern counts. per se counts <laughs> jeff has ruled it counts all right fine <laughs> <laughs> you're lord over all things star trek and green lantern Ooh. no i'm lord of this podcast i will meet the yeah. fuck out of you <laughs> jeff's getting spicy damn get my yeah sassy. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry um sorry not sorry Sorry, not sorry. Uh, yeah, so the guy runs off with his kid to Vulcan, and uh, everything goes back to normal. And yeah, yeah that's it. Mm. at least that was believable. Like the Vulcans are there checking stuff out, and they're like, "Yeah, sure, we'll drop them at DS Nine on the way, th- or at take them to Vulcan. That's where we're going." And then he's yeah. like, "How are you going to explain it?" And he's like, "I'll say you died in the explosion." I'm like, "All right, yeah, you know that tracks. As long as the Vulcans <laughs> keep their traps shut." Well, new identities, new names. Or new identities, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no guarantees. Well, yeah, they don't even use passwords in the 24th century. Why would they use things like ID? Right. Like, <laughs> Where's your papers? Clearly. Yeah, yeah no ticket. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got kicked out of a Zeppelin. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, oh, did you give a David Meter rating on this one? Um, seven and a half. Okay. Pretty much everything so far, don't get me wrong, it is a good first season, but there hasn't been anything that I've been like, this was amazing! It's all been like, it's pretty good. It's pretty well, good. it took until, what, shipping a bottle for TNG for you to give a 10, so... Yes, but there were some that were up in the, like, 8s, 9s. So far, I really haven't had anything in this 9 that I think is, like, an 8 or a 9, other than the title. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I guess do our outro then. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Find out what's your nerd trick at the nerdtrick.com where we got social media stuff. You can buy our shit. You can see our faces. And whenever you are done being thrown across the room as a glass, you can give us a five star rating and review, and we'll read it out over the air. And then while you're there, check out some of our other podcasts, such as Ten Minute Expert, where we have a podcast that can make you an expert on a nerdy subject in 10 minutes or less. We have one on a recently released movie called Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus 2 on Disney Plus. Boy, more is to come. What? Like, what? 
those are good. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for the day when you do our outro and you mix up those two parts, and uh, instead of see our faces and buy our shit, it'll be buy Bye. our faces and see our <laughs> shit. That's 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 what I'm hoping for. someday. I'll, I'll schedule that in next time. Let me Take pencil that in. There you, go. there you go. All right, that is it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate it, and <laughs> we'll catch you on the next one. Bye, everybody. See ya. Thank you.